Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Do you want a chip chip Come on, let's go and play. You don't know what that is? Is it Frozen? Yeah. <laughs> Come We're on. not a Frozen family. We're not. And I don't know why that popped into my head. Can you please just tell our our Frozen 2 story? Yes. So we, Skylar and I were invited to go to a screening of Frozen 2 when it was coming out. And sitting in front of us it's like all these influencers there are there it's like industry people we're like nobody there so we just like sneak in yeah we like to sneak in we love going to those events and kind of like just watching we don't understand why we get invited influencers in the in the wild yeah and uh sitting in front of us was Bai Ling, who i haven't seen around too much but she was in a lot of stuff Probably like early two thousands ish. Yeah, yeah. And she had like a she she was on what's considered probably the worst episode of Lost, but well, you know She is? Yes. The one about Jack's tattoos. Oh, that's right. That's right. So Max says to me, That's a famous actress. And I was like, Oh. So I'm like, okay, well, I gotta eavesdrop now. First thing was no one. No one was allowed to bring their phone in. We had to give our phones over. Like, you know how much Disney protects their properties. So we're sitting there phoneless. She has somehow managed to get her phone in. And like, no shame. Like, she whips her phone out. <laughs> no. She's taking pictures of the screen. I think just posting stories on her Instagram about being at the Frozen yeah. 2, like, screening. It's like, whatever. Yeah. And then she's sitting next to this suburban mom. Okay. Just a suburban mom who has probably had Frozen playing in her car for like ever. And so she's just talking to this mom and she's like, what movie is this? And the mom's like, Frozen 2. And it's, she's it's, like, by the way, there's a big on the screen. <laughs> it's just a still photo of like Frozen 2 with all the characters on it. And she's like, is this animation? And the mom's like, 
Yeah. And she's like, I can't even remember the questions. I but think she asked if it was a sequel. It was so... She had never seen the first one. I just love... Like, I think we've all been trying to escape Frozen in some way. And it was so new and fresh to her. And that's our story. When you don't have your phone, you get to eavesdrop on actresses. And it's super fun. Yeah. We should all get off our phones and eavesdrop on actresses more. I love eavesdropping. You're really good at it. Am I good at it or bad at it? No, you're really good at it because... You'll, I'll be like, we'll be out somewhere. We'll be having a conversation, and you'll somehow be listening to the conversation like two tables over or something, <laughs> and still managing to listen to me and report back on both, <laughs> which is something special. I, I could you. never, you know, I could barely pay attention to our conversations. That is true. Okay, that's enough. We've already gone a tangent. We haven't even started this podcast yet. Oh my gosh, that one person who DM'd us would be so oh, mad. That person's long gone, I promise you. I know, she unsubscribed. She already told us. Yeah, she. thank you for messaging us to tell us that. We appreciate it. Anyway, before we get into anything, we have a new patron to thank. We have a new patron to uh, burger pun their names. So we would like to thank Jeffrey Hutton. Jeffrey, thank you for joining us. You're already such a great addition to our Discord. You were welcomed with open arms with our community. Also... Jeff. Oh, yes. I had to say it. Jeff. Yeah. Just may be making a Linda cosplay appearance on our TikTok soon. I'm so excited. Okay, keep going. I just want to say it while we're just like talking about Patreon real quick before I do uh, Jeffrey's name here um, that this is my completely unbiased opinion, obviously, but we have the best patrons of all the patrons on Patreon. Um. Yes, yeah. correct. Yeah. Anyway, correct. I don't want to talk too much more about that. Jeffrey Hutton, moving forward, you will be known as the Jeffrey's Dried Mutton Burger. <laughs> I don't know what goes into making that burger, but... I, I feel like this would be like a weird like $300 burger at some like fancy schmancy foodie place. Yeah, or something that like the astronauts eat. It's one or the other. Yeah, and sometimes, yeah. The, you know, the fancy schmancy place like, the astronauts eat this, pay extra. <laughs> Anyway, thank you. Thank you. We've uh, spoken already too much about our Patreon. We would love to have you join us there. $5 to subscribe and get your name Burger Pund on the podcast here and also with a whole bunch of other stuff. Lots of bonus episodes for you to go through. A real life community of people to chit chat with. That's thriving. We're having a blast over there. Skylar and I pop in there all the time to chit chat, but we don't even need to. Everyone's just enjoying themselves. Bob's burgering. That's enough of that, don't you think? We have an episode to chat about. We do. But first... But first, we've got to play a Bob pun or Max pun. Are you ready for your first pun, Skylar? I'm ready. Your first pun is the Olive Laugh Love Burger. <laughs> uh, Max? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. It's our podcast. It's our tangents, right? Mm -hmm. Max and I stayed in a Airbnb in New Orleans, and uh, on my Instagram story, <laughs> I did a poll like, "How many live, laugh, love signs do you think are in this place?" There was like over nine. Yeah, it was like on every single wall. They, they had didn't at least all say "live, laugh, love," but it was like that style. Like enjoy your life. Yeah, life's a beach. You know, just kind of, yeah. those kind of signs you'll see. It was great. That you buy, you, you swipe up in the Bed, Bath, and Beyond art section. Are you ready for your next pun? 
Yep. Give peas a chance, burger. Bob. Max. I love that one. Your next pun is the absentee shallot burger. Comes with crispy shallots. I love a crispy shallot moment. I don't get the pun. Absentee ballot. Ah, I was like absentee parent? That doesn't (laughs) rhyme with shallot. It does not. (laughs) Um, Max. Bob. Ah, wow. We have our ballot ballot sitting right there, so I thought you were... It was in your mind. And I knew you would think that. That's why I chose that one. Oh, my gosh. And your final pun is, the day the earth stood dill. Bob. Max. Okay. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. At least you got that first, I'll live, laugh, love. I love olives. Maybe we should make a shirt that says, I'll live, laugh, love. Oh, like a Bob thing. Yeah. That's cute. we'll, We'll discuss it. But for now, I think we should get in this episode. What do you think? I think we should, but I want to pitch you an idea. Okay. How would you feel about every episode I share a random fun fact about Bob's Burgers that does not fit in with the episode we're talking about. Okay. Absolutely. Will you come up with like a fun name for it? Right now? No, you don't have to right now. Like okay. You can get back to me. Okay. Just ping me. Circle back. We'll, I'll come up. We'll come up with something. Okay. If anyone can do this, you can. Okay. I'm going to give you two just because I had such a poor showing of those puns and I need to redeem myself. Do it. The first one I'm telling you just is to make me feel less stupid. At the beginning of this podcast, we had just started watching Bob's Burgers. We were little baby naive Bob Burgers fans. And I was, I really thought that the show was placed in San Francisco or Southern California. I was, I was sure of it. But then later, obviously, we find out that it's 100% New Jersey. But I feel better because the show was supposed to be set in San Francisco. So when they were doing all the mock-ups for the show, it looks like San Francisco. I mean, the Bob's Burgers buildings, it doesn't get more San Francisco than that. Absolutely. It totally looks like San Francisco. And Lauren Bouchard was living in San Francisco at the time. So let me tell you why they changed the location to the East Coast. Y'all know, we've talked about it before, but John Roberts was discovered in his YouTube videos, and he was cast as Linda, but this accent he was using mimicked his mom, and it is a 100% East Coast accent. So by casting John Roberts, the whole show was moved to the East Coast. Isn't that fun? That's That's crazy, especially because like... You don't need to, like, people could move, you know, like, you don't have to explain an accent. That's true. Look, when (laughs) when you cast Arnold Schwarzenegger in, like, Jingle All the Way with the heaviest accent of all time, and there's no, like, question about, you know, how he's, you know, living in the suburbs, you know, and that's fine. Like, I, I, I probably never would have thought anything of it. It's interesting because San Francisco is on the water. Yeah. Similarly to, you know, it's piers over there, too. It's just kind of flipping around. Yeah, they just flip. I like that they've committed to it, that they're not, like, wobbly about it now, totally. though. It's, I mean, it's. I don't think it's like Springfield on The Simpsons where you don't mm-hmm. know specifically where Springfield is. It could be, I, I don't know if I'm wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure it's, like, a generic Springfield. Mm, got it. Um, I don't know if it's, like, Illinois. 
if I'm wrong about that, I'm sorry. This I, is not a Simpsons this podcast. This is not a Simpsons podcast. Yeah. Um, so my second little fun fact for you is I bet you have been watching a million episodes of Bob's Burgers and have never realized the Gilligan's Island reference staring you right in the face. Gilligan's Island. No, I have not. So, obviously, we know that Linda's friend is named Ginger. Oh. But that's not it. Uh Uh-huh. Oh. The woman who plays Ginger on Gilligan's Island, do you know her name? I should know her name, but I can't remember it. Tina Louise. Oh, yes. Okay, I knew, I, I remembered that Tina Louise were both named after Tina Louise, but... You did? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, so that's it. That's my little segment that is not named. We will get a name for it. We'll have more of those. Those were very fun. I think we should get into the episode now. Okay, let's go. Okay. Skylar, can we have the title and synopsis for Season 6, Episode 7, please? The title is The Gene and Courtney Show. It's Valentine's Day, and Bob has totally pre-ordered 250 carnations for Tina's V-Day fundraiser called Donations for Carnations. Actually, no, he hasn't. But Tina's got bigger things to worry about, like how no one has bought her a single carnation and how she accidentally, manically, ripped open every carnation card her classmates wrote. But not to worry, Linda's on it. She'll just have to match up each card in each envelope by the handwriting. Meanwhile, Jean and Courtney take over the daily announcements from Mrs. LeBond's, but soon it's their relationship that takes over the announcements. Can love and work coexist? Jean and Courtney are about to find out. This episode came out on February 14th, 2016. It was written by Rich Rinaldi and directed by Chris Song, leading me into my first fun fact. February 14th. This is the first holiday-themed episode to air on the holiday that was being celebrated. That would have been the perfect Valentine's Day for us. Yeah, that's all. I mean... This has one of the best Bob Linda um, relationship moments. We're skipping oh, to the end. Oh yes, their Valentine's interaction, which we should probably play. Yes. Um, but I feel like any long time realistic couple, long term realistic couple, understands that completely. Well, and, understands and what the, their interaction. Just play it real quick. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Teddy, help you get some last minute flowers. Yeah. Trouble with the cards? Yep. Happy Valentine's Day. I didn't get you anything. I didn't get you anything either. You want to go make out? Yeah. <laughs> One of the best moments of the show. It's so good. And yeah, that's it's just something we can all relate to, I feel like. And I, I just have to say, my heart for both of these parents and what they did for their children in this episode, I mean, that's the biggest love in this Valentine's Day episode to me. The most important love in this Valentine's episode. Bob trying to find those carnations was hysterical. And them both hiding their mistakes from each other is hysterical to me. Do you want to talk about this episode as a whole? Yes, I would love to. Gene and Courtney, they're back together. They're, they, they're the title of the episode. Yeah, they have found their way back to each other through music. We know Gene loves music. We know Courtney comes from a musical family, mm-hmm. and their first foray into like music together and relationship relationshiping did not work out. Jean was using her. Yeah. Now they find a little magic 
They're they work well together. Yep. People are loving them together. Yep. They start to love each other together, but realize that sometimes you can't work together and love each other, unlike you and me. We found we found here that <laughs> we, we found the balance. Yeah. Like Skylar and I are holding hands right now, like Jean and Courtney. Yeah, I also oh. have my necklace in my mouth. Yeah. I always have to pull it out before we start recording. Just to remind okay, you. Okay, just tell me. Do you like Courtney? I do like Courtney. I think it's really well done because she's annoying and she's supposed to be annoying. Yeah. But I th- love the character. I think David Wayne's performance is hilarious. And I get excited when I see her in an episode. I think I think she's fun. I had our friend Paul, who makes the incredible figures, make me a Courtney figure. And her necklace is in her mouth, y'all. Yeah. It is was... amazing. So you like this storyline? I do like a storyline. I, I love watching them do the morning announcements together. I think it's a pretty good episode overall because I love I think the B story a too. Super strong episode. I like the B story and I like the runner, which I think would be Bob's Carnations. I like Tina's storyline because it's so teen. Uh, it's so it's Tina. So <laughs> Tina. <laughs> yeah. It is so Tina. I love the Valentine's Day middle school angst that feels very familiar to me and Did i you have something like this in your school where you like where they bought flowers no, or like secret things no oh, we i went to a montessori school through middle school and it was a lot about like fairness and sharing and so we did the whole like you have to get everyone a valentine's day thing so no we didn't have any two fruit no none for you glen coco uh, uh okay candy cane moments at my school I feel like that would be horrible. I think I would feel like Tina. Yeah, sure. Or someone be. would. It can be, yeah. We had like, I think it was C's candies. Those are like, <gasps> you know those C's candies that are like chocolate bricks kind of yes. on a, the end of a stick? stick? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's what we did. And it was similar to that. You can buy them and send them anonymous, anonymously to your little crush if you wanted to. That would be exciting. I love a good, like, who's crushing on who moment. I also think Tina's outfit here is iconic. Her little diaper and wings mm-hmm. is hysterical. I think it would make a great Halloween costume. Which we see Jean in eventually. Uh, a in version the, in of the, it. In the episode where they kind of convert the uh, restaurant into a Valentine's Day. Beautiful, fancy restaurant. Yeah. Yeah, so I actually really, really love this episode. I think it's really good. We just watched it again recently. Did we watch it for well, we did Valentine's a, Day? Or did we? On Patreon, we rounded up. We did a ranking of all the Valentine's Day episodes. So that's why it's so fresh to us. Yeah, go over there and uh, if you want to see where it ranks. Oh, I know what I wanted to tell you. The Gene and Courtney storyline. One. This is probably, probably besides the Carly Simon moment, Miss LeBond's is really funny to me here. This is one of the times where I really, really, really enjoy her. Her competitiveness with the kids, her bringing in Miss Merkin, her trying to step up her game. I think this is a great episode for her. Her pulling out the last minute announcements from Ooh, her brassiere. <laughs> oh, yeah. If anyone's going to pull something out of their brassiere. It's Miss LeBond's. It's Miss LeBond's. Sure. She probably um, has a pack of cigarettes in there. Yeah. And we get Mr. Grant back, and I'll take Will Forte in any form on any show whenever I can. Yes. So we also get so many iconic moments here. I think every Valentine's Day, you see Tina with her carnation booth 
everywhere, we get Zeke crying when Gene is performing his love song, which, by the way, is a very lovely written song. Gene is genuinely talented. 100%. And this is one of my favorite Zeke moments. This is I had already been a fan of Zeke at this point during like our first watch. Yeah. But this one, I was like, this guy's got a really good heart. This guy, let, should we listen to that clip? A hundred percent. I think that if we're if we're quoting Zeke around the house, this is what we're quoting. He got me. Ah, I'm doing it. Good God, I'm crying. Oh boy, I'm weeping. These are tears, boys. Yes. <laughs> These are tears, boys. My favorite. I I'm, I'm weeping. Love that. <laughs> I love him. I just love this episode. Also, I am here for a flower mart moment. Anything else about this episode? Do you want some fun facts from it? I want all the fun facts, and I just want to say that I love this episode, and I think it's a very strong Valentine's Day episode. Because here's one of the... Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. Go ahead. Oh, my God. Go ahead. Oh, my God. We have such a big announcement. Oh. Go, okay. What? I, don't, I have no idea what we can do. What's going on here? You feel a watch 20. Oh, I was getting to that. <laughs> oh, okay. I spoiled we'll, we'll, it. Sk- we'll skip to it. Okay. Tell us. Dun dun dun! Uvula Watch 2022. We get the first, and so far, I believe, only speaking appearance of Jean's teacher, Miss Twitchell, in this episode. Okay. We get some Uvula action from Miss Twitchell. Out of all the characters, we've had Louise and Gail, and now Miss Twitchell. Now, is this the third episode? No. This is I this might be the fourth uvula we've seen. This is a uvula no. heavy series. Okay. This is the season. fourth time we've seen a uvula, only the third uvula we've seen. What? Because it was Louise Gail Louise. Oh. And now it's Miss Twitchell. Now, I can say we are the only Bob's Burgers content creators that have a uvula watch. And if that's not reason enough, to stick with us, I don't know what is. That's the best reason. <laughs> we are pointing out all the uvulas on this show. It took them almost six full seasons to get a uvula in there. Yeah, and, and now and they're here. and now they're here like crazy. I bet we're they're gonna not see, turning back. I mean, the movie's out now, so we know. But I wonder how many uvulas we get in the movie. Do you want to make a bet? Oh, I think you want to do an over under for the I movie. I want to do uvula a, a uvula over under. Okay, three. Is the over under? That's a good number. I'll let you pick first. I'm going to go over three. All right. Now we're going to have to go see the movie multiple times because I need to enjoy it first and then we'll go back and count the Uvula. Oh, we're like we weren't going to do that anyway. (laughs) All right. This has been Uvula Watch 2022. One of the reasons the fabulous Valentine's episode is the ending where Tina gets kind of what she's always wanted or what she wanted all day long. And this is the third time we've seen Tina and Jimmy Jr. kiss. I knew there was something else we needed to discuss. It's a probably top three genuine sweet moments between the two of them. We've given Jimmy Jr. a very hard time on this podcast with how he treats Tina. We've had a whole Patreon episode about him secretly being in love with Zeke. We're talking about Patreon a lot, but patreon.com slash Bob's credits. Come on. That's where it's at. Yeah. Um this is a wonderful moment. I love that the only reason he didn't get her something in advance was because she was the one selling them. She was he always at the table. Want to, yeah, he wanted to surprise her. It's very sweet. And she got a rose, not a carnation. That's so sweet. I will say, I think both and I 
are pretty solid on our theory, which is that I don't think that Jimmy Jr. is attracted to her. But I also want to leave room for a lot of flexibility. I don't think kids have to or truly understand all their feelings. And I think this is a moment where he genuinely appreciates and shows some love for Tina. I 100% agree. I want to say that I don't think he doesn't like, he doesn't like her or he doesn't like, he doesn't have certain feelings towards her. So you think there are romantic feelings there? I I think like you just said, it's, it's complicated and confusing. And when you're growing up, you're learning all sorts of things. And, you know, I agree. I just think it works. I, this moment's really nice. My last fun fact I have for you is that this is the first time the pedophile the flower shop across the street. I was like, say what? <laughs> yeah, it's it's an interesting, I think it was a funny pun name that they did not maybe expect to keep going for a while. Right, because this is an actual flower shop. That yeah. They, yeah, the petal file is, um, this is the first time it's visited by a character and we get to go inside with Bob and see what it's like in there. I love it. She, The character had like this frilly pink shirt on. It was, it was lovely. Those are all the fun facts I have for you. Unless you want to say something else, I think we should get into these end credits. I mean, I've we've said our uvula bit, so I mean, by all means, we can move on. But the uvula is a bit. It it's a it's wobbly, a wobbly bit. bit. Okay, and wobbly a bit bits on a comeback. Okay. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay. The last moment is going to be that moment we were talking about with... uh, Jimmy and Tina before we get into the end credits. Oh. Hey, it's Tina. 
Hey, Jimmy Jr. I, I got this for you. <gasps> a rose? I wanted to get you a carnation, but you were always at the table, and I didn't know how to order for the stretch. That's the best reason to not give to a charitable cause that I've ever heard. I will say, though, Tina definitely kisses Jimmy, and there is no feedback. There is no physical feedback. I'm just, Good point. I'm okay. just going to put it there. That's, but that just adds to the whole... Complexity of it. Yes. The rose is definitely... Okay, you guys get what we're saying. Let's move on. So that takes us into the end credits, where we hear this kind of like funk music. And what's going on on the screen, Skylar? Tell us. All right. We have the classic kitchen scene. The girls are prepping. Bob is prepping. And Courtney, with her necklace in her mouth next to Jean, they are dancing. And so it cute. is joyful. So I love the dance moves Courtney is doing at the beginning of this. These I'm, end credits. I'm just going to say something I feel very strongly about. Watching her dance is the most I've ever ever liked Courtney. I agree. If she's like not talking. <laughs> and these dance moves are for real. I agree. She's she's one of the best dancers we've had in the end credit sequence. And I'm going to go that far. What were we talking about the other day? Oh, I love you so much. It's scary how like authentic the characters are being to themselves. Like they're fine if they're just being, they're not putting on a show for anyone. I feel like this is Courtney and her most authentic self. And I like her. I do too. I'm with you. Um, and this funk song we're hearing, we haven't gotten any lyrics just yet, but it's going to be a funk version of Hot Ham and Cheese Day, the song that Gene and Courtney wrote. One of my about favorites. Hot Ham and Cheese Day. Let's listen a bit more. Hot Ham and Cheese Day. Hot Ham and Cheese Day. Throw your sack lunches away. What happened there, Skylar? Gene okay. and Courtney are continuing to dance. So, Miss LeBond's, she goes from the right of the screen to the left of the screen through the window, and she's dancing. She is in a good mood. Now, where did we end the plot? Is she happy because she's got the morning announcements back? I think she um, appreciated that how good they were at it, Aww. from what I remember. Character growth. Yeah. Okay. So, she's in a good mood. Mm -hmm. I don't know why she's at the restaurant, but we'll discuss later. And um, Linda kind of like crosses past her and to pick up the burger in the window. Mm -hmm. She's not doing anything different. Uh, aside from Jean, the, the whole family is doing what they typically do in the end credit sequence, in the generic sequence. Yeah, they're not paying attention to this dancing at all. This really feels like an, besides the characters back there, because we'll get some more spoiler alert. This really feels to me like, oh God, Jean has a girlfriend and she's going to be hanging out here just let him do his thing like can't you just see the family like we're prepping burgers they're dancing because of course they are yeah totally and gene and courtney have kind of moved to different dance moves at this point gene's kind of doing like i'd say like airplane wing arms but like snaky i love it and courtney is she courtney looks like a, a peanut character she does during this dance move. yeah so her first move was like Arms to the side. Yeah. Like she was shaking. Mar it's almost like she's shaking maracas without yeah. maracas in her hand. Yeah. yeah. And then doing like the, what would you call this? A fist pump. Like a bro. With like the chest. Pump up the beat. Yeah. 
then, and then she moves into like, yeah, she looks like a Peanuts character with her face up in the air. Her chin tilted and up. And she's doing like a hip sway. Her hands down by her sides. I want to say that there are, every time there's a uh, ham and cheese day, they uh-huh. uh, Gene and Courtney both like shoot their hands out and do like jazz fingers of Love some it. sort, jazz hands of some sort. And I think, is it correct that Courtney's eyes are closed? I think that might be my favorite yeah. part. Yeah. She is so into this and I love it. And what happens in the service window at this point? Miss Merkin, maybe one of the most underrated characters on the show, is just dancing by and she is much, much shorter than Miss LeBond's. Yeah, she's uh you probably just see from like her mouth up. That would um, be me. <laughs> yeah, I think the only one who's like been shorter going by is maybe Louise. Yeah. <laughs> And she's emphasizing the day too. So everyone is kind of like, yeah, throwing their hands up on the day. Exclamation. And that's really Yeah. So you want to hear all the lyrics to Hot Ham and Cheese Day? Would love it. It's hot. Here we go. We're hot. That's it. You know it. Hot Ham and Cheese Day. Hot, Hot Ham and Cheese Day. Throw your sack lunches away. Because it's hot ham and cheese day, hot and steamy ham and cheese, hot ham and cheese day, hot ham and cheese day. Oh, baby, because it's hot. Throw your sack lunches away. Oh, yeah. The steamy makes me lose my appetite. You don't like, you don't want steamy ham. No, because now I feel like it's sweating. (laughs) I like a crisp ham grilled cheese situation, not a condensating con you guys know what i'm talking about one time skylar and i were staying at a hotel and we ordered room service for breakfast and skylar ordered (laughs) ham that came just like a piece of ham a breakfast ham with with like the silver (laughs) lid on top like the dish and we opened it's like that's not all she had it was just like it was a side of ham that's the best breakfast food what are you talking about uh, it was just so funny that it came like you pulled that silver (laughs) lid off (laughs) <laughs> to like reveal your breakfast and it was just ham oh my gosh ham. i was so hungover it was my best friend's wedding oh i love that movie my first and only bridesmaids experience and my hair was like completely hairsprayed from the night before and i was hungover and a just big you. ham steak has never tasted so good it's one of my favorite stories say a little prayer for you sorry by my best friend's wedding now so those are the end credits to the gene and courtney show Highlights, lowlights, tell me. Highlights for me, Courtney's dancing, but hidden highlight, Courtney's eyes closed. Yeah. Highlight, I like this funk version of the song. We haven't, I don't think we've had a funk, a funk end credits in quite some time. It's very Bob's, quintessential Bob's. I enjoy it. It's very catchy. It makes me want to dance like they're dancing. Uh, I love a Miss Merkin appearance. Me too. Again, I don't know why Miss Merkin and Miss LeBond are there. If, like, in reality to the show, mm-hmm. like, you know, obviously sometimes these end credits are just for to, funsies. Yes. But I don't know what brought them unless they were like, hey, you guys did a great job in the morning announcements. We did a great job in the morning announcements. Let's go have lunch at your father's restaurant. On him. Jean. Yeah. I think it's a peace offering. I think you're right. I think this is a coming together moment. I can totally see Jean just like walking in and be like, 
four burgers for my later friends, Papa. And he's like, Gene, like they have to pay. And he's like, nope. I already told him it was for free. Miss Lebon's like, I'll have the I'll live, laugh, love burger, please. Okay. Well, that was the funniest thing I've heard today. Thank oh, you. Thank you. That's what I'm here for. Should we score these? Yeah. We score on a scale of one to ten. Oh, sorry. Skylar's raising her hand. I will say these feel more reminiscent to season two credits to me. Kind of just they take the central plot, just a little something extra. So I will say that. That's yeah. Okay. I'm with you. Okay. We score on a scale of one to ten H's at the end of Tina's uh. I'm going to kick it to you. Do you have to? Yeah. I said I'm going to score lower than you, though, I think. Well, you never know. I'll give them a seven. You are going to score lower than me. I'm just going to, but I'm just going to go a little bit higher. Okay. 7.5. Okay. They're great. They're, I enjoy them. They're not anything that. I'm like, oh, these are my favorite end credits of all time. I want to go back and watch them 50 times. Now, will we leave this podcast, go dance and sing day all day long? Yes, absolutely. Will it make the day better? Will will we dance like Gene and Courtney? Yes. Yes. But 7.5 seems, or sorry. 7.25. 7.25 seems like a really good score for these end credits, don't you think? Totally. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We would love for you to follow us on all of our social media. Bob's credits. And Sorry. Go ahead. I, w- I would love y'all to consider our Patreon. It's $5 a month. And I know we we give you a lot of free content um, and bonuses over there. But it really helps us continue to create Bob's Burgers content. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I, I know we go heavy on pitching it too. Yeah. Um, but that's because we put a lot of hard work into that as well. But we do all this work over here on the main feed for free, on our socials for free. And uh, it it's helps hard. us keep going. It's a lot of work. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's a good deal for both of us. It really supports us more than you know and helps us continue to create amazing content. And you get... A wonderful community and extra and extra stuff. So consider that if you have any questions, DM us and and we'll be more than happy to help you out. I love it. There's nothing left to say except for uh, you probably have something you want to say to everyone before we get out of here. Stay cheesy. Hot ham and cheese day. Hot ham and cheese day. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.